for you guys today. Every time I rise to this feeling inside of me it's almost more than I can take. Maybe when you touch me I can feel how much you love me and it just blows me away. I've never been this close hear her thoughts I can see your dreams I don't know why you do what you do I'm so in love with you it just keeps getting It's lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. 
So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm a horse. You to are the Brooklyn Cafe. I'm I'm a horse. Julie, we a have horse. to turn down your speaker behind you. You got a what? You're humming behind you. I'm not humming. The speaker's humming. I know all the words. I don't hum. Humming, humming. Thank you, Josh. Humming, humming, humming. But Kennedy. Josh, they got us out of shot. Kennedy hums in the. Why do I always look bigger than you? Kennedy hums in the tunnel. What is that? Why am I always bigger than you? That's be- because you are. Like you're, Alice you're in Wonderland. Man- I'm like, you're, you're many men. <laughs> You're many, ma- you're, you're I'm getting many better. I'm, I'm working on that. After yesterday's show, I'm working, I'm working better on that. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Although I went home yesterday and ran two miles, so my back is kind of screaming a little bit. And then I decided that wasn't enough, so I should then lift weights afterwards. And then one of my apps, I was looking at somatic exercises, but I got someone here to actually show me, tell me what somatic instructor is. So I'm excited about that. I thought somatic meant you got lost in the desert. <laughs> That's a nomad. <laughs> I thought it was nomadic. Nomadic and somatic. But we got a great show lined up. How have your, how's your morning been? I've been reading and reading some more. I'm loving this book, I have to tell you. You took the book home to read it, and I had to finish it up today when I got into studio. I read it. I know. So I needed to finish it up this morning before we get to do this interview with Aiden. Did you read, did you read all of it? Yes. Conflicting loyalties. My life as a mob enforcer turned DOJ informant. So he's going to be joining us at 1230, which is pretty exciting. He, his voice will be joining us because based on some other political things, we're not going to be able to see the author himself, but we're going to hear him, which is pretty exciting. I thought this would be right up your alley. Why? Because you talk about it all the time. Your friends I from the this and your friends from the that. To, you're and, crazy. You know, I was telling the crew about the book and they go, the mafia, really? No, they didn't say that. Really? Were First of all, there's no a? such thing as the mafia. That's what I'm saying. There's no such thing as the mafia. That's right. That's, what, they, that's what they want you to believe. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so. no such thing as Fight Club. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's no such thing as Fight Club. So a little things that there's no such thing as is always interesting to learn more about different people. It is. I remember when I was at the radio station, I had one of the guys from the first original bomb when they tried to take down the World Trade Center. And he that was, was way before 9-11. That was way before 9-11. It's when they blew the vans up in the basement of the World Trade Center. And I got that gentleman on set. Um, and Secret Service was all over the building. Bobby says, don't bring them back. They cut off the phone. The, the, the radio station went out. So... And we'll see how this works out. I'm going to leave it in your hands. You're capable. <laughs> there is no mafia, according to Tony Soprano. There is no mafia. And there you have it. Just a bunch of guys. And then you court. brought in a longtime friend of the cafe, Jackie Napola. And the funny thing about you. I don't know why you, you say I brought her in. Because you invited her on LinkedIn. I invited a lot of people. That's what I'm saying. So you invited her in But on she's LinkedIn. been on our show before. Yes. But it's been a long time. It's been a, obviously pre-COVID. 
It's been that long because I didn't even realize you had a change in career. <laughs> it's been a long time. So it's been a long time and Jackie Starter Mia was one of the first kid shows, first teens that we worked with. She was 13 and she was an influencer at the time. She was a makeup influencer. And then we did the hair segment at the beauty salon down the street. The shampoo piece. Yep. We've done a lot of things. That shampoo piece, we did it, but it didn't, it didn't take off because nobody would talk. Except now Mia's 20. Wow, it's been seven years? Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's a little scary. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Wow. I was thinking about that this morning. She's I, 20. That's how long since we've been working with her. I did all her. of that. You've done all of what? I did all of that. Invite no. seven years and all that. Yes, you invited seven years worth of friends. Yes, all of that. Interesting. It's good to do, to do it right <laughs> once in a while. Normally yeah. I get, no, what are you doing? No, it was really good to invite Jackie in. As things change and people change, we get to learn about her career also. Very cool. And then we've got Helen Archer joining us today, uh, talking astrology and what's happening in the stars and the planetary alignment. Were you the one, were you texting me that you were going outside to see the moon, or was that just a typo the other day? No, that was me. Did you really go outside to see the moon? Well, where I live, the moon is like right there. Like that whole section of the house is all glass. I, I got like a random text and then it said moon and I'm thinking yeah. it was a full moon. Maybe you went out to see the moon or maybe you didn't really it mean to. It was huge. It was right over the lake and I saw this thing. I could have sworn I could have cut it with a knife. Did you see a man in it? Or two, a woman? Two men. Or a woman, I think. I saw two men. They, were throwing, they were throwing sand balls Did you take each your other. crystals out and clear them and all I of that? I did not text you anything about the moon. But you did. And I'll then you said you yesterday you, that I text you and Josh something. I didn't do that either. Josh, 3 o'clock in the morning, didn't he send us an email? Is that the Tracy thing? Yeah. Then yeah. Yeah, 3.16 a.m. I think that the problem is there's something wrong with the internet. Mm. At your house, maybe. Je Jeff Santos had a problem, too. Why did you? Jeff, I, you. I got did it. Did you email him at 3.18? No, I got Jeff's at 3.18 in the morning. Maybe mm. your internet came on at 3.18 at your house. and you in there? And all the things you sent just went, like, massive. I didn't realize you must have been up all night. Did you sleep? No. Were you up at 3.16? Yeah. Sending emails, apparently. That's <laughs> you call my father at 316, too. That's coincidence. Yeah, I was up at 3, but I didn't, it was nowhere near my phone. Really? Isn't I that went funny? To, I, saw, I saw Seinfeld till 6 o'clock. 316 a.m. Three, am I right? That's what I have right here. 3, yeah, me too. 316 a.m. A.m. But I was nowhere near the phone. He didn't I was believe, watching right? Seinfeld. <laughs> I saw it went to Josh also when I woke up this morning, and I'm like, wow. It's all good. There's something wrong. The, 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 the whole enchilada is wrong, for lack of a better word. Well, that was Baxter who opened our show. You can find all of our content. Follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Where? At the Brooklyn Cafe TV for exclusive behind-the-scenes content. Boom. There it is. Follow all of us. You can wow, find us right you there. you did that? No. Zach and I guess Josh did that, so that was pretty cool. Wow. That's pretty good. Are you going to read that? I just did. Oh, behind the scenes? Behind the scenes. That's what, um, what's her face is doing? Casey's working on that today. Sopranos. All right. <laughs> we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Jackie, see what she's been up to, and then hopefully we're going to get Aiden on the line. So more to come. Stay tuned. Give us a call if you're around, 888-994-4995-Studio A, and we'll be right back. Do you have an idea for a show or a podcast? Do you want the opportunity to be on TV? Ant Media Productions is partnered with True Oldies Real Radio Station and powered by many online platforms such as Roku, Facebook, YouTube, and even Amazon Fire to help amplify your impact. 
Do you want your voice to reach a wide audience? Call us today at 866-224-5422. Le Sorel Restaurant, home of the authentic Italian tradition, offers a large menu that consists of seafood, steak, homemade pasta, brick oven pizza, and homemade desserts including a wide wine selection. We also have the best bar in Boca Raton with delicious cocktails, homemade limoncello, cappuccino, Italian espresso, brandy, and other specialties. Open every day with a lunch and dinner menu. For more information or to make a reservation, contact lesorellerestaurant.com or call 561-235-5301. Max Health Chiropractic, located in the heart of Wellington, Florida, is the area's premier chiropractic office. Dr. Max Cohen and our highly skilled team want to be your natural health care provider. Everyone should be able to move, work, and play at their best, regardless of age. We offer a wide range of advanced chiropractic techniques and therapies to eliminate pain, enhance performance, and improve mobility and function. Set your appointment with Max Health Chiropractic today. Stephanie Jaffe is a world-renowned artist who creates one-of-a-kind pieces. Using a keen sense of color and composition, her vibrant collages and mosaics integrate eclectic elements such as vintage keepsakes and fine china with blown glass and fired clay to create whimsical arrangements. For more information about her work, come down to the Brooklyn Cafe TV studio or go to stephaniejaffeart.com. South Florida's Good Time Oldies. Now, Boca and Delray Beach have their own oldie station. Catch us on 95.3 FM. It's the greatest rock and roll hits of the 60s and 70s. Let's on South Florida's Good Time Oldies, 95.3 FM. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. You okay? Hey, we're back. What's the matter? Freddie. Can't Where's find his computer. Your Where'd you put your computer? He's going to cry. Help him out. Stop it. We have your computer. What? We have your computer. Do you know where you left it? Here. No. no. You left it on the edge. I caught it as it was falling before it hit the floor. Look at so his I face. So I asked Josh to put it over there somewhere so it wouldn't break. You know, you got to, I keep telling you <laughs> to stop doing that. It was on the edge. I went over and it fell. I caught it before it hit the floor. I'm such the mom. I'm watching him pace. I'm watching his face. I'm like, before he totally de-escalates. Help him out. Here. Josh has your computer over there because we didn't want it to break. As you're running around, you crazy person. You feel better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was going to have a convulsion. Man, you just don't play nice. I'm always the mom. See, and I told you today, I did not want to, oh, where's all my stuff? <laughs> I don't always want to be the one in control and strong, but yet here I am. 
So Jackie's here to help me out. I didn't even know she could help me out till she showed up. Wait a minute. Where's the strong? Where's, where's the, all that other stuff? You know, you got to be the what? mom and, and comforting and you all the things you got to do. You made me tell him Yeah, where because it did was. you see his face? He was so upset. He was in a panic mode. You're going to leave him like that. You would have left him like that. The machine almost fell on the floor How for the third time. How long would you have left the poor man like that? Forever. I know. All day. At least today. I know. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Sorry. It's just my thing. He's got it. You got to you gotta make sure you leave it in a safe and secure area. It was safe and secure. It fell. <laughs> the table's full. No, the best was when I said to Michael Faxon, can you move the two chairs behind you? What was that all about? And he thought I said, can you put two chairs behind you? So he started moving chairs behind him and was back, and then a line of chairs. What are you doing? He goes, I'm putting chairs there. I go, why? He said, you asked me to move two chairs behind me. I guess I needed a grammatical something there, like a comma or something, because I said, move two chairs behind you, and I meant move them away, and he thought I meant move behind him. So he moved two chairs behind Look at the screen. Look at the screen. <laughs> two chairs Look at the screen. Behind at the screen. See my eyes? Look at my eyes. <laughs> Anyway, I'm glad Jackie's here. We've got, wow, a longtime friend, Jackie Napola, joining us. And her daughter, Mia, was one of our OG kids that we worked with when we started our kids' television network. Mia was an unbelievable media influencer with makeup and all the things that she just liked to talk about, which was incredible. And that had to have been seven years ago, six, seven years ago. She's now 20, and she's doing yoga. We're going to see what Mia's up to and what Jackie's doing now. Welcome back to the cafe. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's so nice to be back here. I saw. And don't ask me my age, though. I'm not going <laughs> to ask you your age. <laughs> you're just seven years younger. She's just Mia's mom, and there you go. Yeah. But you had a beauty school, and then you had Lice products called Clean Hair, and you've totally shifted what you're doing now. I, I did. I. I I had to shift. I, I think I'm like the constant evolver. You know, totally. things happen, and you just got to, you know, I just keep it moving. Just keep it moving all the time. And with COVID, you know, my, my clean hair business really took a hit with COVID. And at the time, you know, I wasn't really, I needed a break. I really needed a mental break. And that's kind of what I did. And that's kind of where I am leading up to what we'll talk about. And you came in and you said, I asked what you were doing. Cause I wasn't even sure. And you yeah. said you had this big whiteboard and you just erased it all. What yeah. was that like to do that? Yeah, that was um, COVID. And I had a lice company business, and I also run the different fashion shows for nonprofits. And we had two major events going on. I had my business on this whiteboard, and everything just came crashing down. And I remember taking this eraser and just erasing everything on the board. Maybe that was just something that I always say, things happen for you, and it's kind of like, how do you handle that? So I'm not one to go deep down and depressed, but I was going there because I was like, wow, I just kind of lost everything that we were doing and working towards. So I just kind of took that time for myself, and I really, really worked on me. Having a beauty school for as long as I did, well over a decade, I was this, like, they would call me like the therapist, and I, with no degree, you know, I, had a, I have a business degree. So all of my experience is really seriously hands-on, because I've worked with so many people, and it's really the thing that fulfilled me the most. So I realized I had to do that work now on me, and that's what I did. I took years and years to time off for myself. But things changed, right? However many years ago, it wasn't as okay to ask for therapy. 
and it, yeah. no one had life coaches and business coaches and life therapists. Now everyone's got some yeah. sort of coach or therapist or counselor. And that's what you did as you were doing people's hair, which is part of who you were. So this seems like a natural progression. Right. Well, I was, I was not a hairstylist, so I was a businesswoman. And my husband is an attorney, and I'm a businesswoman. We just had this passion for education. And I never went to beauty school until they gave me the keys to my beauty school. It's like, here's your beauty school. I was like, oh, okay, what do I do now? And we hired somebody who had 25 years' experience, and she, two months later, came to me and says, you're running cir circles around me. I cannot, can I have another position within your company? And that day, I had my 17-year-old now on my hip. And I'm like, I guess I'm the director of the school now, and that's what happened. I ended up being the director and owner. And I just, I just, you know, I like listening to people and helping them. And I was that person for a lot of kids. And a lot, some of our students, you know, didn't come from the best backgrounds and they needed support. So in order to get them through school like that, you need constant support. And I was that person for them. And I just realized when I sold my school that I was missing out on that. I was missing out on the community aspect. I had so many people around me. I had a staff of 12, I had day and night students, clients. It was like 60 people around me all the time. And then I went to nothing. And I went, like, by my, you know, I created my other company. And, and uh, but yeah, now I get to really do what I absolutely love without all that red tape of owning a beauty school. So now I get to help how I want to help people. You know, it's so funny. I started downloading these apps because I haven't been to the gym since COVID. So I do everything at home. And this new app has somatic exercises. So I clicked on it. And I'm thinking, I don't know how these are really any different. You think I'm nuts. Then the arm exercises or the back because it's sort of a whole combination. So I didn't really understand it. And then you walk in, you say you're a somatic <laughs> instructor. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> so somatic First, like the definition of what somatic is, it's really about healing within your body. And it's different techniques that you could use. It could be from meditation, it could be from dance, it could be from breathing, movement. Everything is about the body. It's focused on these techniques to help you release different types of trapped emotions. And I learned about this when I was suffering from, I had like these really crazy like IBS issues called SIBO and migraines and you know, you really don't get a lot of answers when you go to a doctor except a Band-Aid. And I'm like, I, I refused to take that as an answer. So I had to figure out how to heal from within. And I work with um, my method that I use is from a Dr. Russell Kennedy, who then because of all of that work, I got into just went deep down dive into somatic because that's what helped me heal. And it, you heal from within the body where most people take you up here to your mind. You can't heal from here. You got to heal within your body. And how do you do that? So how I work with my somatic side of things, I, I specialize in healing through um, healing through mind-body unity and healing anything from anxiety to worry to overwhelm because those were like the three main issues that I had and I needed to figure out how to do this without this constant going to therapy and talking and talking and talking and reliving the same thing over and over again and I would go to therapy and I would leave and I feel worse than I left and I never had any tools to do that either so the same thing applied at my school. I was the biggest motivator. They used to call me, can you Tony Robbins me up? 
But then I'd be like in a hole because something happened and I'm depressed now, but I didn't have the tools to get me out of it. That's where this comes in. So I now do these workshops where it's extensive workshop and I basically help you through what we call it's your younger self. That's what this all, what somatic is. It goes into your younger self and that's how you learn to heal. And so I do these workshops and I also do what's called a yogi session where I involve a little bit of yoga some somatic breathing because that's where you do too in somatic is a lot of breath work and then another method called the Feldenkrais method which helps your nervous system and I do all of these on the beach and I do sessions and I only it's boutique style so we only allow maybe I have one this Sunday and I said fine I'll go to 16 but that's pushing it for me I do everything very um boutique style so I could pay attention to you individually because maybe you're going through something and you need you know, additional help to get through it. But it's all movement and breathing is what it is. So you realize everyone's going through something. something. The anxiety, the pressures, the stress, and it's manifesting in our bodies, but no one's yeah. saying anything. Yeah. And then the doctors are giving you antidepressants yep. and anti-anxiety, and for some people that works, but for other people who don't want to go that route, and you don't want to complain all the time to a therapist, there's actually ways to heal your own body. Correct. That's amazing. Yeah, and that's exactly what I do. When I do my workshops, I, I just, it was, like I was telling you before, I just had four new clients this week, and it's the same thing. It's, I feel blocked. I'm, have, I, don't, I, I can't set boundaries. I feel very anxious. I feel very worried. And it's like, yes, I've been there, done that. The problem yeah, is yeah. we're so used to going to talking that no one gives us the tools on how to manage that. So how do you manage having, you're in the kitchen and you're having this, oh my gosh, thought comes in your head, then you're going down that rabbit hole. Because you're not paying attention to what's really going on, it's in your body, it's this alarm. So I show you how to get in touch with this alarm. My workshops, we don't even write. I tell you, but don't even bring a notebook or paper because that's not how I learn. I learn by looking and doing and watching and that's what I do. So I do it's a very hands-on type of workshop and you leave, you have the tools, you have these yoga nitras and that you listen to and it's, it's, it's learning what I say, it's this combination. I found my combination. This is my combination. So now I share it with others and I give you different types of tools that we can make a combination that's gonna work for you. Maybe something I'm doing, may, you may say, wow, that doesn't really work for me. So we come up with something else. But it's the tools. That's all it is that you need. That's it's what you're so missing. It's so fascinating. So uh -huh. I literally said to you when I sat down, I just can't do all of this all the time. Yeah. Because all of what? I got my parents here. I got this here. And it's all of these things and they're sitting and you can't, I can't even compartmentalize them anymore. Yep. And, and you must think I'm crazy. And, then, and she walks and like all of these yeah. things. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot. I, it, it's, it's. Especially for women, I work with a lot of women. I do work with men too, but predominantly I do work with professional women. And it's hard, especially the ones that are married with kids or even divorced with kids. It's, it's, it's like the society that we feel we have to take care of everybody else and we forget about taking care of ourselves. And that leads to stress, which then leads to trauma in your body, which then leads to all these different illnesses, right? That are underlying all from your body. Anything that's IBS and stomach issues, you know, I mean, the word, I can't even think of the word right now, but it's autoimmune system. It's auto disease, like that kind of is from like your body. 
<laughs> How is that possible? It means there's other people like me. Yeah. Everybody's like you. Mm -hmm. It's how you handle the situation. She's grounding people. You're getting in touch with yourself. Mm -hmm. uh, because her formula is different for everybody. Her mind, yours, are different formulas. That's but much better. But it's the little things. Like, what like you the just orchid did. was in like your right face. Now. It's not in my face. It was, so I couldn't see you. <sighs> <laughs> I'm fascinated because it's almost like a validation that for everybody who's watching and listening, that this happens to so many people oh, and you yeah. are not alone. Another, like yesterday, people aren't alone. You just have to find the tools and the strategies mm -hmm. and make those connections that's right there for you. Yes, and that's really, I, I'm not kidding you when I say, and I say this um, to, um, I'm very honest about m what I myself had to, you know, kind of get through and that mental side of my mind and everything like that. It's true. We, we just need the tools to get us through. And that was just the thing I was missing. I went to every motivational thing you could think of. I've been, I, I read books, I've done this. I, I was the one that came into the school, motivated everybody. But again, how do you keep that motivation up? They don't tell you that. This is what you do to keep the motivation up. This is how you just need these little tools. That's it. And it, the thing is, people don't realize, too, they want like this quick, quick fix. Nothing's a quick fix, especially when you're working on yourself, because you should be growing and achieving and going and growing as we get older. Things change for us. So that means the way you think of things, the way you look at things, the way things you are perceived are going to change. So you got to have the tools that go along with you for that ride. How do people find you? So... You can find me, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, JackieNapola.com. Actually, also is a website that I have. Everything is being rebranded right now, so I didn't give you any of my, my stuff. So, But definitely, that's my phone number there. You can call me, text me, I answer my calls. Send me a message on um, Instagram or Facebook, whichever. I answer, I, I do answer my calls. Amazing. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got author of Conflicting Loyalties joining us on the line. Jackie, you want to stay with us? Sure, right, I'd love Jackie's to. Jackie's going to stay with us. More to come on the other side of this break. Aiden, I think it's Gabor. Good we're going to find out. More to come. Born in Marseille, France, Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction what? industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Do you want the opportunity to have a TV show or podcast? Now at Ant Media Productions, you can host your very own visual broadcast anywhere around the world. With our talented group of creators, we will provide you with show elements, board operations, and any on-screen visuals you'd like to showcase. All you must do is log on to your computer and communicate with your viewers. Contact Ant Media Productions at 866-224-5422 or email hello at amp2.tv to start your own show today. 
What if this happened to you when you're alone? Or what if it happened here? With MedGuard Alert, you're never alone. You can connect with medical professionals anywhere, anytime. And now MedGuard is introducing our exclusive new CareWatch. If you need help quickly, use it from anywhere to contact medical professionals. No cell phone required. The CareWatch is not only a life-saving medical alert device, it's a revolutionary health monitoring system that checks your blood pressure, heart rate, oxygen saturation, and much more. And here's the best part. If you have Medicaid, you may qualify to get your CareWatch for free. The CareWatch is only available through MedGuard Alert. Call us right now. We have monitoring programs starting as low as a dollar a day. The call is free, activation is free, shipping is free, and no contract is required. Remember, with Medicaid, you may qualify to get your CareWatch for free. Don't wait. Call us to get your CareWatch right now. Operators are standing by. Love the Brooklyn Cafe? Don't miss out on some of the latest merch we have available. Need a new shirt? The Brooklyn Cafe has you covered. We have a variety of shirts in all sizes, ranging from the classic cafe shirt to the highly coveted colorful hot dog shirt. Need something for cold weather? Why not grab one of our cafe hoodies? Or you can snuggle up with one of our soft silk touch fabric blankets. The Brooklyn Cafe has everything you need from clothing about the show to our signature coffee blends and mugs. Get it while supplies last. Ant Media Productions is excited to announce our expansion into North Miami. With our experienced team of radio and TV professionals, we are dedicated to bringing North Miami the highest quality audio and visual production services. Whether you need radio or television commercials, podcasts, music videos, or audio and visual storytelling, we can provide the solutions to help you reach your goals. Our team is reliable, innovative, and creative, and we're ready to help you develop the perfect product. With our competitive rates and personalized service, you can trust that your project is in the best hands. Contact us today to get started on your project. 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. <laughs> I do love working with you on so many levels. You're actually just, we have to work on this one for now. Hilarious. Anyway, welcome back from Freddie's break. This portion of the show brought to you by Super Batch. For more information on Super Batch for inflammation, sleep, anti-inflammatory, kick it patch to cut those cravings, go to boca.superpatch.com. And if we can give you any information, give us a call right here at the studio, 888-994-4995. And it works in the same DNA stuff you know it works with your body using your body to heal you just like she was just talking about with the different receptors yeah are you going to put your patches on i will all right i'm excited about bringing on this next guest aiden gabor conflicting loyalties my life as a mob enforcer turned doj informant and because he is a I guess a doj informant we're going to be hearing mr gabor instead of seeing him but it's all good because we get to learn a little bit more about his story 
Did you enjoy reading this book? Oh, absolutely. I thought this I'm was really, like right up your I'm, alley. I'm kind of anxious to see how you guys are going to pull this off. All right, let's see. Let's bring them on over. I want to say good morning, good afternoon. Aiden, are you there? Check the audio and see how that, see if we can get him. I'm fascinated by the whole story and everything like this. You know, I grew up in this little bubble right down here in South Florida and everything was like, you know, white picket fences and private schools and all the things I grew up with. Never thinking there was another side to life other than what you saw on TV or in the movies. And back in the 80s, there was a lot of movies, right? And different things that came out. You grew up a different lifestyle. You grew up in, as you always tell everyone, in the Bronx and grew up a little all bit the things a little bit different than I did. A but, bit. So you were a little more exposed to things than I was. A little bit. Not so too much. Did this book bring back any people that you knew may have come into contact with? No, nobody that I knew, but I, but I know the story. It was interesting how he got caught up in this thing so early in life. But let's talk to him. All right. Aiden, we got you on the line. Yes, ma'am. Can you hear me now? Yep, we got you now. How are you doing? All right. Pretty good, dear. How are you doing today? We're doing great. I am just so fascinated, and I want to thank you and your publicist and Rachel for getting us in contact and getting a copy of your book. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. I think they're just going to check our audio. Can we just turn that speaker over towards us? See how we do with that. I know, our crew is fascinated. So Freddie got the pleasure of taking your book home. Um, we want to give us, give us some inform a little bit of background on your story for people on conflicting loyalties. Um, going back, I started when I was young with uh, money with a crew, and then I worked from there working with uh, Going when I ran to crew, and eventually the DOJ approached me when I was in college to go undercover to take down bad police officers and politicians. And then as I got older, I, I, the book goes into how I met the true love of my life, and then I met the Baha'i faith, which has changed me today to make me 180 degrees to what I was when I was in my younger days into my 30s. I was reading about the Baha'i, and I actually had to look it up a little bit to even understand what it, what it is. Is it, I'm going to ask your words, from my understanding, just combining all religions of accepting people. Yes, ma'am. Except all, all people are all same. We all, we all basically have the same God. We all believe in the same God. We just have different ways of looking at it, different ways uh, approaching it, and it's it's more that everybody's equal, man, women, everybody. There is nobody above anybody else. And your friends got you involved with this spirituality? Yes, my friend Sam. Um, all, all my life, I was uh, I was I guess you could say I used to say I, I worked for the other guy, and I would recruit for the other guy, kind of like because I never really had believed in religion. And even though I grew up Catholic, I really didn't believe in religion at all. And my 
wife who today, it, she, Sabrina is the one that, that kept telling me about it. And then when Sam came in, told me about it, gave me some books to read. And I really started believing and it felt different to reading this and understanding everything with the Baha'i faith. And with Sabrina pushing me the whole way through, then she supported me, though she was not going to convert to from which she's Catholic to the Baha'i faith, she studied with me and did all the uh, movie classes, which is a study group, some Bible classes, a couple of days a week with me for two years, or about two years. And she, now on my own, I do classes three times a week. And, and I am, like I said, I am completely different than I was in my younger days. You know, I love the story, and it starts out, what my initial thought was that you turned DOJ as an adult, but you were much younger. You were, what, going into 18, 19 years old at the time. Yes, ma'am, I was 19, just going to 18, going on 19 at the time, right there, and they approached me, and it's not quite an informant. You know, I just went an informant. I wasn't undercover or anything. Informant, it basically is... They need you to do something, and you don't have, there, there's no one there to help you. So if you get into problems, you're on your own. There is no, um, nobody there. You, you have, I guess, the term would be a handler, or two, two guys you talk to and give them information. And basically, that, that's, that's basically what I did. It's just the um, getting information, because they didn't want just a one and done. Uh, then they want information on how to use and how to get certain people, and that's basically what I did. But I was able to get close enough to everybody to get the information they needed because it was basically an area when I was younger and I ran with the crew and doing stuff, I guess, you know, you want to call it the mob, and they trusted me. So these people I used to see when I was younger dealing with them and then they thought, well, he's still what he is. And uh, that's how I was able to get the information I, they needed to make convictions. You know, when you were younger and started running with the crew, was it just a thing that you, I know some of your friends, you, you kept totally kept out. You didn't even tell them what you were doing. But the crew, did you ever think it was as bad as it was that it would lead to something worse or you could just get out? There's so many questions and you were so young. Um, I I was really young when I started with it. And they, 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 Eddie just saw something of me and kind of was like my mentor. And I, you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I I, I enjoyed it because there there was a power thing to it and a respect thing. And I learned respect. I learned uh, a family atmosphere through all this. And you know, I'm like I'm gonna say to this day, I never ever did. I think they said anything against the guys I ran with, or any of the the crew I worked with, Eddie or any of them. I never said anything. And like like I say in my book, you know, I changed the places, names, and things to protect the guilty because none of us were innocent. In this we all did things that were we were guilty of, and and. It, 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 it's just, uh, just, just, I grew up in a very violent era and, uh, being so young, I was very like, um, I guess 
in awe with everything we did. And I, 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 at that time, not knowing more than that, I did, did, uh, I did, you know, I ran and I was on course with that. I, I gotta, I gotta ask, cause there's so many things that went on with this book. Um, why did you write the book? My wife, I'm screaming and doing everything. And my buddy Sam says, what's going on? He came here to flew in to find out exactly everything that was going on. And I... We talked, and he didn't know what I was doing. I mean, I explained not everything. I just told him what I was doing when I was younger. That was coming back to haunt me, I guess you can say. And he says, therapeutic, why don't you write a book? You just get it out. Just got, we not even, not, even, not even published it, but use it as a therapeutic thing, because I don't believe in therapists, <laughs> per se. And uh, I just started, I guess, writing a book and we're putting things on paper and then talking. I had a ghostwriter with me and uh, we uh, we got it out and Sam's like, you gotta make this into it. You gotta, we gotta publish this. I mean, I didn't put everything I did in all the parts because when we, when we decided we wanted to do it, as a book, everything was jumbled. There was no timeline to it. There was no structure and Sabrina helped put it together, and we all worked together, and we shortened and took a bunch of things out, and uh, I think it flowed really well the way it came out. But it really is a therapeutic thing, reason doing it, and, and, and it has helped. I still have those night terrors every now and then. It flows really well. It's an easy read, and it's informative. And you know you always talk about it doesn't matter who a guy is. They always think about their moms. Mm -hmm. And again, in the book, you're like, you're as you were going to be working with the DOJ, what would my mom think? Can I see my mom? It's something about a, a mother and son relationship that's always that special. Well, and he also had a, he had a tremendous decision to make. He was, he was playing football for college. He had to leave that behind. Um, dangerous situation that he had to come across. I gotta tell you, the book, in my world, it, from what I see, is a, is a movie coming out. Absolutely. A movie could be made on this thing, it's that good. Uh, and if there's more pieces that he left out, it just will enhance a movie as well. Have they talked to you about, approached you about making a movie? You know, there, there's little rumblings there. Um, I, I've had a couple approach. I'm not 100%. Like I said, I'd say about 50% I left out of the book. So if it does become a movie, I, mean, I didn't want to make anything too long. Um, I did leave a whole lot out. Um, but yeah, it, it, we, I have been approached, um, it's one of those, we'll see because it's a, it's a big decision for myself and my family yeah. and, you know, God and everybody involved, you know, with this, I have to, I have to basically really think about it before I go off and do anything, uh, of, of, of that, of that major, um, decision. 
Um, and like you're right, you're talking about my, the mother. I mean, I don't care what man alive is. We're all mama's boys. If, if you grew up in a pretty close knit family, you are a mama's mama's boy. My mother was, my growing up was my life till she, you know. And uh, it, it's uh, it, and that's just how I how I looked at it with my with my mother. It's interesting, right? Because no matter what you do in life. There's always mom. Always mom. Right? Always mom. And to put her, yes, and he was close. Yes, he was very close. Always mom. He was very close. Uh, and there was a lot of trials and tribulations, things that he went through. Uh, people that didn't like him, people that did like him. Um, but he was good at what he did. And what I found interesting, it's at such a young age. Yeah. Um, he, was, he was affected by what he had to do. You know, there's a couple of movies that we had some of the actors in here as well that they did to reflect everything started at a young age um, with the mob families and everything else. You know, you talk about, Freddie, your mom moved you how many times? 17. 17 times to keep you out of certain situations. Keep us out of the element, yeah. It's different, right, when you're fighting to stay out of the element versus being pulled into the mob or whatever you want to call it well from what i was reading with him he was always a couple of times over there was certain things that they did to make sure that it didn't it wasn't happening in your back in your backyard but that he was so young um and somebody took a shine to him they liked him um it, it's like a bronx tale type of deal where somebody took a shine to him we had those guys in here um, when they did that movie. But what I love about it is it's well written. It can go in a hundred different ways. He can even change the ending on this thing if he wants. Again, he has to protect his family. He would have to put it in somebody else's hands to do it. But I think it's a, it's a great book. It's an easy read. Um, there might be something that has a story for other people from up north, which is what I think what you were trying to get to when you wanted me to read it. Everybody has a story, but this one is um, it's different. It hits home. Would looking back, would you change anything? Um, honestly, no, I wouldn't. I mean, I one thing I would change would when I became an alcoholic onto alcoholism, and I think it was caused from my mental distress I was going through because that's basically the the, the the title. My loyalties and conflict that I that I drink a lot, try to listen to that over. I they say over a thousand times they put a gun to my head, um, and uh, I I would change probably the drinking, <laughs> and 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 that's what. But anything else in there, I do not regret. Is that interesting? You go through and you still wouldn't change it. Well, it's interesting because he also no, he was also a good football player. Um, and he had an opportunity to to go in that the the grades weren't there, but the athlete was there um, and I always wondered if he had chosen to stay as an athlete where that would have gone as well for him so like I said the book offers a lot of insights and spirituality and it turns you 180 degrees and you know what's so interesting Aiden we're talking to Jackie in the segment before I don't know if you were listening and it seemed like all these old traumas from childhood and all of our parents traumas and grandparents trauma that affect us we don't realize it until we look back and realize we're holding everybody's traumas. And when I was reading at the end of your book, you talked about all the things that your mom went through and how she was brought up 
that that all carried through into you as well. Yeah, I, I, I did not know until actually a lot of it on my mother until I started really looking into doing this book. And then I eventually had a very good talk. My father and I are not the greatest talking. We do talk. We just don't see each other now and then. And we got into a serious talk and some of the stories I heard on my mother. And at first, I didn't believe them. And then I confirmed it with a friend of theirs that came over with them. And he's like, yeah, everything your father said, and there's more to it. And it, 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 it took me back because, you know, only things I have in my, I guess, I, when I did see a shrink is that I technically have no empathy. And I don't really, uh, doesn't really upset me when the others are hurt or getting hurt. And I'm working on that. I think the Baha'i faith has very much helped me to understand that you, you, you can't, um, that that's not good. <laughs> and, but yet I still, I still work with that every day and I still have that, that, that empathy, non-empathy feeling towards people. I think people are saying that that could have been brought up from what your parents did as a child towards you as, an, as, as you are now exactly like you say you're because you think about the violence when you were younger and you said there was no empathy. It didn't really affect you that there was violence happening. Yeah, no, I, I, no, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, it actually sometimes made me laugh and that's, that's right. I, I think I, I lost the, uh, it, to this day when I think about it, I'm like, wow, I can't believe I was like that, but okay. That's the only way I can look at it. It's just that, yeah, you shouldn't be thinking that way. And again, I fight with that every day. And then you find spirituality. It's such a story at, at the end of it to, to see how you come full circle to be spiritual and a beautiful, loving family and a wife that supports you and coming to terms with the things and doing good for society on the other side of it, that lives can change. Yes, ma'am. I mean, uh, again, you got to have that support. And I think having the support has really helped. And I think the spirituality and have somebody true friend like Sam that basically has really pushed me towards the, the faith and to understand that, uh, that that will help you and help you look towards your fellow man and fellow woman um, that we're all equal and there is no difference we all bleed red and we're one we're all one and every day i do that every day and i read my verses i may not be great at memorizing them but i'm 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 reading every day and go through and learn and i try to learn something new every day and yes the spirituality is also and again that support group is probably hard and really and really what, what keeps you together, keeps you going forward. What are you hoping people learn? Is there a message that you want people to take away from your book? Yes, ma'am. I, I think what it is is no matter what you are, when you're in society, you could be successful, you could be lowest low and did very bad things, but you can look towards 
your your God, look towards your God, look towards your family and the support, and and it, and use that, and you can become a better person. You can become a positive towards society instead of being a negative. And and also, I want everybody not to that you know nowadays everybody looks at law enforcement police officers as as bad. There's two bad or three bad officers make a hundred thousand officers all look bad or good officers. That there's somebody out there, and there is a system that are trying to take down the bad police officers and bad politicians. You know, you're not going to get them all, but they're at least they're getting uh, a majority of them off the streets. And to understand that the law enforcement is good and and that a very small portion are the bad ones out there. I love that they're able to find you and turn the tables for you as well to help people and to help our country and to do what we got to do and to coming, keep us safe. And coming from him, it means a lot, you yep. know, that, that 360, uh, there's 360 and then there's his story of 360 and uh, it, it means a lot coming from him that you can offer change and hope. One of your friends that, who was in here, he was undercover up in New York, wasn't he? He was, yes, 15 years. Um, and he did a lot for the community as well. And it's funny because when he first started as a police officer, he was an atheist. And then all that changed in his line of work as well. And he had to get out. He, after 15 years, it was time to hang it up. So You know, we do a lot of shows, I'm just thinking out loud, on doctors and all of that and attorneys. We should actually try to put some law enforcement people together who are willing to talk about what it, how it changed them and what it's like on the other side and put a positive spin on law enforcement instead of seeing all the things we see on the news. Well, you... If we can it's, find some it's, people. It's not an easy segment. Um, a lot of law enforcement, um, they get surrounded by the element and they begin to change. And if you had them in here, a lot of them are very aggressive and they have to be to survive and what have you. So you just have to find them. Yeah, you can. You just have to find the, the right mixture. Like anything else. Like anything, well, yeah. like almost anything else. Yeah, it could be nice to put a positive outlook on what's going on. It would. And it'd be nice to do things positively and... Uh, to change the community towards a better light and everything else. Um, and like this gentleman said, you know, he came from the other side, recruiting for the other side, and for him to do a 360 really means a lot because he's been there. He's, he's walked that walk. And now he's walking a different walk, so it's tremendous. Aiden, thank you so much, and thank you for sharing the book with us. And Sam, who reached out to us, and Rachel as well. What an amazing story. I appreciate you guys very much. Thank you so much, Mom, Freddie, and appreciate it. I love the show. And again, thank you so much for having me on. And keep us updated. Uh, any other, we can do another interview or what's happening down the line. Just keep us in the loop. Yes, ma'am. Anytime. Just let me know. I'll be more than happy to. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. Best of luck to you as well. God bless. Thank you. All right, let's take a commercial break. That's cool. That was nice. Pretty amazing. It is. And, you know, coming something coming from him, even if you do a segment once a week, once every year, coming from him, it means a lot. Right. Because he's, he's been on the other side. Because well, you look at it and to make it what actually Aiden made me think about it, we see, you only see the bad side of law enforcement. You don't see the good that they're doing in our community. And there's so many good people out there doing good things for our community. It would be really nice to be able to spotlight some of those stories and what their family life is like on the other side and what they go through. Interesting. Because to go home every day, 
after what you see in the streets every day, no matter where you are, it's not easy. You got to hug your kids and really try for it not to harden you. I remember being at the three four. The cops that came into the house, um, they used to say a prayer and thank you, thank you, thank you for coming back home. So what, I get it. What a nice guy and. Really, take a, take a look at this book. You can get it on Amazon. Conflicting Loyalties, My Life as a Mob Enforcer Turned DOJ Informant. And it is all that you think it's going to be, and yet so much more as he finds spirituality at the end. What a twist. Right? We're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're going to talk to Jackie a little bit more. It's amazing how all these segments always, like, work together. And Good Steve stuff. Helen's joining us. We'll be right back. What would you do if you had a broken bone? You'd go to the doctor and use your insurance, Right. What would you do if you had a serious problem with drugs and alcohol? Most people do nothing until it's too late. Your insurance can help you get clean and sober with the assistance of a place like the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Many times treatment is fully covered, so why not use your insurance to treat your addiction problem just like you would if you had a broken bone? And with the Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to take off time from work, and your employer doesn't need to know the reason. So there are two good reasons. You've got insurance you can use for your addiction problem, and with the Family Medical Leave Act, it's completely confidential. Call us right now and save a life. Call 855-350-4504. That's 855-350-4504. Call 855-350-4504 now. Hey, travelers. Everybody wants cheap airfares, but where can you find them? You call SmartFares. Our prices are direct from the airlines, and they're so low, they're not published anywhere. SmartFares specializes in cheap flights, discount hotel rooms, cheap car rentals, and great package deals anywhere around the world. Wherever you want to go, SmartFares can help you get there cheaply and with the best price guarantee. If you want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets or other travel services, call us right now. That's right, call. That's the only way to get these low rates. Experts are standing by 24-7 to get you the lowest rates available. So don't wait. Call SmartFares right now for the best price guaranteed. Save up to 50% off business and first class. We've got great last-minute travel deals too. Call 855-828-0198. That's 855-828-0198. 855-828-0198. Imagine, this is your money, and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. Guess what? They want your money, and they can take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter right over here that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you right now. So what do you do? You fight back by letting our team of experts work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And hey, we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and we'll fight really hard to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, Call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. Five minutes of your time right now can save you thousands of dollars. And the best part, it's a free call. So please call right now. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. 
So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. You can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, but you've got to call now. Call the number on your screen today. It's a free call. Has your heater busted, computer crashed, appliance broken? Then you need ARW Home. Life's been pretty worry-free since I got coverage with ARW Home. Don't waste thousands of dollars on air conditioning, appliance repair, and replacements. Save that money with ARW Home. Protection plans that cover household appliances, systems, and electronics. My air conditioning broke on a Sunday. I called ARW, and they came out and fixed it right away. Get your free quote today. Call or go to ARWHome.com now. Attention firefighters, did you use firefighting foam in your job? And then, did you develop cancer? Call our legal helpline right now and file your financial claim. Firefighting foam has been used for decades at airports and military bases. This foam has been linked to cancer. If you have cancer and you worked around firefighting foam, you may be eligible for financial compensation. Please make this free call now. Breaking news, and they have finally made contact with. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Amp Media Studios here in beautiful downtown Boca Raton. In conjunction with True Oldies Radio South Florida, Amp Media Productions is here to help amplify your impact in business and to bring greater awareness to our community. Give us a call, 866-224-5422. We'll see you soon at the cafe. And like I always say, come on down and visit us, and don't be late. Turn up! You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. I can tell you. And we're back. I like that nice commercial. That was good. They did that a long time ago, about a year ago, I guess. So what did you think of the interview? I thought the interview was amazing. And the older I get, you know, we talked about this yesterday, all this inner child trauma or anxiety, all these things that we hold on to and the things that we do, get there's your, a reason that we do it. How do you get this, Amazon? Amazon, just Google it. This is really cool. Good reading. Check it out. What, what a great book. And I was actually finishing it up today between sets. Great story. You read fast. It's a, it's a good book to read because I find it fascinating that it found but don't spirituality you absorb in Baha'i. It? You don't absorb the words. No. It's like when you go to dinner, you just eat what's in front of you very lightly and you're done. You don't get into it. Mm. I think if I sat home and actually had the time to do, but I'm doing 20 other things at the same time. Well, that's, 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 part that's of, another problem. That's part have. of all of these other things but that's it's not all of just these build up things that you have going on right now you like to build mountains but that's why i'm so glad that jackie stayed with us because we get to talk about it and talk about it i've never been to therapy before because i don't feel as if even when someone says how are you i'm great how are you and then i get everybody's story i never talk yeah. that way 
Jackie, she but needs But I feel therapy. like I could do it all on the, <laughs> the other way. You, you know, I, it's funny. I don't, like, as uh, um, the author was saying, um, Aiden, Aiden, yeah. Aiden um, how he says, I don't believe in, in therapy. <laughs> and I, I, and I, 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 I do and I don't. Yeah, it's, there is an extent to it. You can't just keep going to cognitive therapy where you're just constantly talking and talking about the same thing over and over again. You're not fixing yourself. There's no way you're healing. You're just masking it. You're just talking about it, and it's getting worse. And for some people, it works. I've never been that type of person that I feel like that would, I would want to do that, but right. I know it works fantastic for certain people. For me, I've got about this much time in a... Correct a one-on-one -on -one interaction, but I got a lot of time when I'm in my head. So right. for all that rental space going on there, I could probably work it the other way and do maybe some good instead of <laughs> renting it out. And your okay. life changes though. Yeah. You know, you're, 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 what you're going through now, maybe at the time before all of this, you'd probably be right. You don't need a therapist, somebody to talk to, whatever you want to call it, however you want to paint that picture. But as you get older, you got to remember something. Where you are now, I was five years ago. I know. And I went through mm. this, and I went through the deaths and the changes and the illnesses and the this and the that. Mm. I went through all of that, um, and I have my kids, Freddie and Gio. Gio was getting married before he was. There. I went through all that at the same time, losing Joe. You know, it was a lot. It was a lot of things that happened in a very condensed sense of time. If you were to say to me, I felt the same way. I didn't need nobody to talk to until all that happened. Then all of a sudden. Then boom after boom after boom, um, you know, coming here and the way we had to come here. A lot of people don't know the story and it made you sick. You got ill, right? So all of these things that you're going through right now is the adjustment of your life. So you may not have needed it yesterday, but today you're a little bit closer maybe to needing a little bit. And then we were mm -hmm. talking, Jackie, about all these things that we know we brought from childhood, but it's like healing the inner child. Can you explain that to people? Because some people still think that's like, whoa, whoa. I know. It's funny because that's something that I, I specialize in, and I always phrase it like, I know it sounds woo-woo, <laughs> and I say, but now in like the psychology world, they're really you know, taking part of that and knowing that that's the healing side. And it's really learning about, you have to learn about how to heal that inner child. And you have to learn about this, what we call the alarm that's in your body that is really your younger self screaming out. That's why you start worrying and have these anxious thoughts because that alarm is going off when you automatically go in our mind, but our thoughts can't control our thoughts. And our mind is this meaning-making sense machine. So of course, it's gonna want you to stay there because that's where you're comfortable. We're comfortable worrying because that's <laughs> all we did as kids. You know, right. when we had such like, situations, we just worried a lot. And that is just, it sounds weird, but it is a comfort. It's that's your ego. So it's really learning about, again, it's just the tools that you need. You have to learn its specific way of handling that when you feel a certain way, when you're in your head and you go, oh, here I am again. And learning about being aware and present because when you're aware and present, worry and anxiety can't live in the present moment. Did you worry when you were a kid? Very much so. I was a very, I was, I am still a worrier. Listen, you never, it's, it's healing. It's, it's, you're never fully cured of anything. Like you, it's healing and it's learning how to heal it. So instead of me staying up here now, I know where to go now. I don't have to stay here anymore in my head and try to make reason for it because thoughts can't control thoughts. You know, it's funny. I, I just, the light bulb went off. 
you are comfortable worrying. Because mm -hmm. it's what I know. Because yep. it's all you think you know, not right. what you know, because you do know more than that. But you are comfortable feeling like, oh my God, you feel, you feel like it's That's what I mean, on. exactly, right. And uh, that's you. You're the bag, though, not the puncher. <laughs> now, the true. funny thing is, me, I don't do that. I right. do the opposite. So I found out that when I have a void, because there's nothing to worry about, it's going to take care of itself, I buy things to fill time to create more chaos. Interesting. I create the chaos just to watch you feel comfortable. That's why you and I work. <laughs> <laughs> Holy smokes. That was a good you revelation. My right chaos. Do you yes. believe this? That was a good one. I know you create my chaos. I do because I you're comfortable in it. No. Oh, yes. No. If I remove the chaos, you're not comfortable. <sighs> Try it. I have. Let's see what happens. I've seen you spin around here like Try a Try removing my chaos. But when I create more chaos <laughs> for you, it just puts you in that, that whole perfectly, this is how we should be feeling. You're going to panic and argue about it, but this is the way you work. It's funny. Yeah. When we do film work and stuff, she'll sit there, she'll move furniture, she'll do this, she'll do that. Then she goes home and tells me she runs for two miles. She's comfortable in chaos. Yeah. It is my job <laughs> to create as much chaos as humanly possible. No, I'm good on the chaos side of it. No. And it's funny because sometimes I'll put that up, I'll do this, and you should see her. She's like... He's doing it again. And then when it's finished, she is she was so overwhelmed that now she's in her comfort zone. I'm serious. This is this all just came to me now. So when you sent me the bell to buy, I was like, <gasps> But it's taken care of. Thank you. The bell is taken care of. But you see, if I don't throw you the bell <laughs> and you don't panic, <laughs> you're not comfortable. That makes sense to you? Sure. It give don't me, make give sense me a stomachache. But all these things <laughs> All these things, yeah, make perfect sense. But I wanted I'm glad to, that Jackie's here. But I wanted to ask Jackie, so seven years ago when we met you, we did the show and all that, today you're a different person. I can sense that today you're a different person. So in that seven years, what changed? So it was, I guess, seven years ago. I just can't even imagine that. So I probably still had, did I have my beauty school then? And what really changed was is about that you, about, not the school. About, about you. me was what was what really changed was is that when I left all that and I didn't really I looked around I didn't I really felt like I had nothing, so I needed to make a change for myself that I needed to know that for myself that I could take care of myself, and that I have the ability and the capability of doing just that, and that's what I did. Like I literally I'm the type of person when I want to figure something out. I will, I will figure that out. If I have to read every single day, research, listen, watch, that's what I do now. I watch, I listen, I write, I read. I mean, I do it all because I have to figure this out. And how is it going to work for me? And that's what I did with this, the same thing, is how is it going to work for me? And then once I tried it for myself, then I would try it like sometimes on my kids, <laughs> sometimes on my husband. But then, like I said, I would bring other people in and beta test and help them along the way. And, and, that, and that really helps me. You know, so I, I know where I am now. I know where I want to be. I know what I want to do. Like, this is, I've always been passionate about this. this. is what I did at my school for so long. You know, I was that person that everybody went to. But you're helping people in a different way yeah. because people can identify. I can identify now where 
different aspects of how I feel are coming from, and a lot of it comes from yes. <laughs> generational stuff. It is. But I see it now. I didn't always see it. And I was like, oh, well, you got it from that. Well, yeah, I know where it came from, but I can't live with it. So now I have to find a way. To release it. To release it, right. Exactly. So That's I'm what, aware of what it is and where right. it came from. Now mm -hmm. I just got to move, move through it. You know, you and her share a lot of stuff. I know. She is also comfortable. Learning and reading in, and doing. And in things that are moving, what some people would call, call chaos or fast moving. She's comfortable in it because she's trying to control the situation. Okay. She lives to control. As long as she can plan it out and see it, she's comfortable. Mm -hmm. The changes. You see, the thing about, about what we do is no one day is the same. Not one hour mm -hmm. is the same. It's a little bit different than somebody who has a nine-to-five job, somebody who doesn't have a school and has to think out of the box to make it grow. When you're in mm -hmm. our business, you have to constantly change and still control that chaos because you got to be in a good frame of mind. Okay, so I see her, I see you, the two of you share a lot of the same, but it's because you are successful businesswomen. And the bottom line is you're looking for that next high to take your business or your ideologies. This one is going to help all those that come who are nothing but chaotic and they don't have mm -hmm. anything going with them. And you have to take each one of those and straighten it out. That's more work than anybody. <laughs> it's fulfilling work. That's what it is. Fulfilling. Well, I'm so glad you brought her back yeah. in. Mm -hmm. I just said hello. <laughs> but I'm really <laughs> glad because it's what's going on. It's not just me and Jackie. This is a real thing. This is affecting people. Oh, this men is everybody out there. Everybody. And men as well. It's not just women. No. No, especially men. I think yeah. men today are more affected by this because of what's going on outside in our country right now with the women's movement and different things that are being highlighted on women, whether it's um, abortion or anything else that's going in through the circles right now. I think the men are more affected now because, as you can tell, some of the stuff that guys did is being called to the carpet. Yeah. Can't get away with that nonsense anymore. It's about time. That is true. I agree on And that. we'll admit that we need help. We'll admit that the way we're feeling. Not all men will admit the way they're feeling whether they throw themselves back in at work or they go out for a drink or cigar, whatever it is, there's not people, like Johnny Melnick said, men don't have men to talk to. Like we yeah. can have this conversation and whatever it is the next stage in life, our kids are growing, our, all of it. Men don't do that overall. Some might, but as mm -hmm. an overall gender, they don't. It's funny because a guy mm -hmm. talking to another guy never wants to show weakness. Maybe you know, you don't is. want to show the tear. Mm -hmm. But if you listen hard enough, you know the tear is there. So you either have to pick to say, okay, don't worry about it, everything's good, or you're going to do the mano mano thing that says, oh, you, me, you, you know, and it, it, it's there. You just have to be able to see it and sense it. Women know, women tell you straight up how they feel, which is the difference between the genders. But I think the men are getting better at it. I think men are beginning to realize crying is part of the part of the game um, they just afraid to show weakness. emotions mm -hmm. Men don't well, a lot show of times weakness. too they they feel like that they're the protector of you so they're not going to show what Freddie's saying that their weakness that makes them weak I'm supposed to protect you I'm not supposed to come to you and cry to you you know but us women that's what we really like we want that we want right. that connection you know with our significant mm. other we want that we want to know I, I want to know I say to my husband he's an attorney I should say you attorney me up 
I go, now I life advise you up. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like, and he is now, and it is true, he is more receptive now to it. You know, when I, and I do, I work with us every time. If we were to have an argument, I, I work this situation out like, okay, now we need to take a, I have, again, I use my tools because I've learned I am that icy red person. I'm a New Yorker, Italian New Yorker, like, and it doesn't take me like this for a second to go into red mode. I don't do that anymore because I got me in trouble. And that was one of the things I knew I needed to fix quickly, very, very quickly. So I, that is one thing I pay attention to on the daily. Interesting, isn't mm -hmm. it? You go in the red mode? All the time. I don't think I go in the red mode. Oh. I go in the stress mode. Everybody I go in the panic modes, mode. Right? Right? Yeah. She says to me yesterday, <laughs> there was something going on in Studio A, and she says to me something that I, when I heard it, I thought, what are you talking about? And, and I said to her, just relax. And I guess I must have raised <gasps> oh, my yeah. voice. Not that, no. That so not. she says to me, do not <laughs> yell at me. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, I went home thinking about that on the dry because I would never, uh -huh. ever want to yell at anybody, especially this one in yeah. here. Um, there was just so many things going on back and forth. I could not be in two places at once. Um, and, and one of the producers jumped in and says, I got this. So I know the feeling about, I got it. Don't worry. I got your back. Don't worry yeah. about it. And, and, and Amazon says, I got this. And she yeah. went in. And she took care of the deal, and the, the deal went through. But sometimes, um, you know, these situations do arise, and you're looking underneath the waterline, and you're saying to somebody, just relax. Like Garcia did to me, you know, take it easy. I got this. So you just got to take it easy, and it will work out. Don't let it overwhelm you. It's not easy. It's not easy. You, being overwhelmed can happen any day of the week and everything else. Yeah. So... More to come. Well, thank you so much. People can find you, your Instagram, everything's being rebranded. Yes, but it's still, everything will stay um, right now if, to get in, in touch with me, just Jackie Napola at, you know, on Instagram and Facebook. And you have a seminar this weekend. I have a, um, a, I call it a Yoki session. And that is, I, I, my office basically is on the beach. I'm like, I am a beach girl through and through. So I, anybody that works with me, they have to love the beach. They come to the beach. I invite them in, and we do a session on the beach. It involves a little bit of yoga, some somatic breathing, the Feldenkrais method all together, and it's about an hour. And I host it. I do boutique-style events. So I only do between, like, I like to say between 12 and 14. And so... Where and are you it, now? Right now, I, I, I don't, I'm hoping Dawn will come, and I think we'll probably close it. Um, this was like an invite only. We have a special guest coming in. I, I do that too. I help and work with other businesses also. And um, sometimes we'll collaborate together if it's, if it's a really good match and it's great for my clients and we want to maybe introduce you know, them to somebody else you know, within a different network and stuff. So we do stuff like that. But then I do host ones where I would charge because I also donate money. You know, as well, we and I do these drum dances on the beach too. So we only do about 30 people, and I charge because I'll give to the drummers, I'll give to this one, and then I keep stuff because we we are big into nonprofits, my family and I. So I always donate something to a charity. Amazing. Yeah. Always. So keep keep her number not for this event, but for the next event. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Once uh, maybe I have you should them. start highlighting that as well. This one's already booked. Yes. Um, I, I know, I, I have a couple of things in the works. Like my next workshop is the 25th. Um, and that is my intensive, it's a four hour workshop and that's all you need. 
four hours, you're good. And then I keep you accountable for about a month and you always have me to come to, you know, questions and guidance and, and it's the tools you are given to heal and through mind-body unity. That's all it's about, healing through that mind-body unity. Amazing. Well, mm -hmm. thank you. A pleasure to have you back. Thank Send you our best and everything to Mia. I, I certainly will. I definitely will. Thank Fun you. Show. You've got the book? Thank I've you got again. the book. Are you going to hold it? Get your copy of this book is all I can tell you. Conflicting Loyalties. I conflicted. Conflicting Loyalties by Aidan Gabor. And the stories in it, it just realized that there are so many different people out there. But if you truly believe in faith of any kind, it can change your life for the better. It's a good book. Right? Anything it is. It's a good book. You know, now that I'm talking to Jackie, remember the guy with the drums? The 400 drums or whatever he has? I want to bring them in. I think we should have a drumming session. Drum circle? See if he'll bring Josh in. Josh is like, huh? See if we bring in yeah. maybe 20 drums. If he'll bring 20. We'll, we'll carry and everything with us. And he has said something about making a circle. Yeah, a drum circle. Um, and you know, the Indians and all that, especially on the beach, you, you're talking about some frequencies there. And maybe we bring them in and uh, invite people. See, I bet you more people will show up for that than anything else. Probably so. All right. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay safe, be kind to each other, and we will see you tomorrow at 9 a.m. drive time. Check out all of our social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at the Brooklyn Cafe TV for our exclusive behind-the-scenes content. We'll see you tomorrow. Don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show's over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow the Broken Cafe on Facebook at the Broken Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time.